Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Nota Francesco and I am joined as always by my grandpa, Husker Dan, from the heartland of Nebraska football in uh, Omaha. How's, how's it, how are you doing over there, grandpa? <laughs> you know, you're in Colorado and I'm in Nebraska. So, uh, you know, it's, it's January and almost February and uh, people who hate winter are counting the days <laughs> until spring. And uh, yeah. so it's, uh, I don't know, it's, I could see people being here 150 years ago, and I think they probably just, <laughs> just you know, couldn't wait for sc- spring to come. <laughs> we do have furnaces. We have uh, cars with heaters, and I don't know. It's it's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah. But well, how what what's the temperature today there? Because it's like 10 degrees here. It's actually or, about or so, 50 no, degrees here. Oh, oh no, sorry, it is 50 here. It's not 10 degrees. I was, I was yeah, I spoke, yeah, yeah. that was yesterday, but yeah, it's been pretty nice lately. But uh, yeah. yeah, we're supposed All to right. get snow coming in later on this week, but whatever. Oh, maybe we'll get that later this week too. Then yeah, we'll see. Uh, all right, so we have uh, I guess four things technically to talk about today. Uh, so first thing that we so there's not a lot of hot score related stuff we're going to talk about today. It's I, I guess half of it will be Husker related, half of it not. But um, so we're going to talk about kind of like Nebraska's problems from last season, from what uh, me and grandpa observed. uh, And then what we, what we're seeing as Nebraska trying to fix that already, like what actions they've taken. We're not going to go super like in depth about that because Nebraska has a lot of problems when you're three and nine, you usually have a lot of problems. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So we could, it would probably take like a, what two or three hour episode to talk about all those in depth. So we're just going to kind of uh, dip into those a little bit. And then we're going to talk about uh, the divisional round games from the NFL uh, just because they were, all of them came down to the very end. Uh, All of them went into overtime or were one on last second field goals. It was super exciting. We're specifically going to talk about the uh, Kansas city chiefs and the bills game. Uh, We're also going to talk a little bit about Tom Brady retiring. Uh, I don't know if he's like 100% committed, but uh, to retiring, but that's why I saw today that he is most likely going to retire. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about the conference championship games coming up and kind of talk about who we think is going to be in the Super Bowl. So uh, but we'll get started with what Nebraska needs to fix. So uh, from my opinion, the biggest problem that I've seen, this is like any team. If you want to be good, you don't commit a lot of penalties. And Nebraska is really bad uh, discipline wise. I, I'm not really seeing anything that they're doing. I mean, I'm, we're not in, we're not on, on campus with these guys drinks, uh, like weightlifting and stuff like that in the spring and in practice and stuff. Um, but it's been a consistent problem for Nebraska for multiple years that I, from what I remember that we can't stop with the, uh, penalty problem and it's killing us because, I can remember three, three or four times this year where it was a big play and then you have some dumb holding or you have um, like hands to the face or something like that. Like it's just a stupid mental error that negates a really big play for Nebraska and you get some momentum and then it's, it's really hard to gain momentum when you're, you keep killing it with the penalties. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you think grandpa, but. Well, one of the things I did a little research on, uh, I like to do that because, you know, I don't, sometimes I don't believe all the chatter that goes out there. And sometimes I do, some of it's true, but um, 
you know, Mark Whipple was the offensive coordinator at, uh, at Pittsburgh and he was there for the last three years, 19, 20 and 21. Yeah. So one of the, th- one of the issues that Nebraska has had, and they rank this last year, they were 111th in red zone scoring 111th. You can't get much yeah. worse than that. Yeah. Great offensive numbers between the twenties, but I went back and, and I looked at what, uh, what Mark Whipple did, we got there. Uh, he inherited a, a, a pit team that, that was 90th in red zone scoring the year before. And his first year, they weren't, they were bad. They were 103rd in the country, but guess what happened his second year. Now they, and they played fewer games. That was a COVID year. So I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But they, they went from 103rd to 32nd. And then wow. last year, 2021, they ended up 37th in the country. Wow. Now, if he can have that kind of an impact on this program, yeah. then you're talking more wins. Yeah. Because when you Nebraska has not had trouble moving the ball against anybody. They've gone up exactly, against yeah. Wisconsin's and the Ohio States and Michigan's yeah. and Oklahoma's. They can move, but they get down there and scoring, you know, in the red zone and they mm-hmm. can't do it. Yep. So Okay, if that that if that's a, that is an issue, then I think they may have found a way to solve that in in the hiring of Mark Whipple. I mean, he hasn't mm-hmm. coached a down, haven't played a game yet. Yeah, but yeah. If, if you want to look at statistics, that's that's one that kind of stands out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's also the like that the um, I, I I don't know if red zone penalties is really a stat, but I feel like that it, it's also that. Nebraska's having trouble running the ball, I think, too. And that might stem part of it because you like when you get in between the 20 and the goal line, you tend to run the ball more often than you do pass just because if you're at the like five yard line, you're usually going to run the ball um, versus passing the ball. And we haven't had a we didn't last year, especially we didn't really have an established running back uh, for the majority of the season. Uh, And then Yant kind of stepped up a little bit towards the end. So I think that's also part of the problem that could, or part of the part of it that could contribute to that red zone uh, lack of scoring too, uh, with not having a running back and our offensive line. It's not really getting a great push up front, um, especially against teams like Iowa that have really uh, formidable defensive lines. And um, same with that. I feel like the Ohio state game was kind of a, uh, it, it kind of showed like what Nebraska could be uh, outside of the um, outside of the failing to score uh, in the red zone. I think if we score maybe two, two more times that game, we do, we, we end up winning that game or if we give ourselves a better chance to uh, a better chance to score a few times, then we end up beating Ohio state, which four and eight and beating an Ohio state team that wins the Rose bowl would, uh, be I, I think you can kind of count that as a successful season. Yeah, you just yeah. have to fix yeah. whatever went wrong in the other games against Illinois and uh, all those teams that are mediocre. Um, yeah. Any, anything else you want to add about the uh, red zone problem or penalties or anything? No, like I that? just, I think they've, I think Nebraska has addressed that. Uh, is it going to be a sure thing? Absolutely not. But it's, you know, you want to have somebody who's moving, his teams in the right direction. And that's, yeah. he seems to have a knack for that. He inherited the program that was, 
you know, 103rd in the in the country, and he's got him down to 37th. Yeah, 32nd. Um, you know that that to me, and I and people will say, well, that's not the Big Ten. I understand that. That's the ACC. I I get that, but you know they still played a reasonably good schedule. Mm-hmm. They went 11 and three. They they lost to Michigan State in the Peach Bowl, but yeah, but that was without that was without Kenny Pickett. So right, and also I think their backup and quarterback, Mark Whipple. Yeah, that oh, that's yeah, and I think their backup quarterback like hurt his leg in the third quarter. So they start for the back half of that game. They were starting their uh, fourth string quarterback, and they were actually decently close by that time. So wow. it, it just playing against a Big Ten defense, I think Mark Whipple's offense has proved itself a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much you can really take from that game, considering that he's not coaching in that game and um, you don't have the quarterback he's been running the system with all year, but yeah, go ahead. I cut you off. Go ahead. Continue. No, that's okay. The, uh, so, you know, that's one of the, the areas and, and, you know, Nebraska has been just absolutely abysmal in uh, turnover margin. And that, oh, yeah. that's one of the things you were talking about there's a there are myriad problems this, this football team has had but but then they get bill bush in there bill bush did he coached you know special teams uh under bill callahan and mm-hmm. uh, um so we'll see what happens i i guess i'm i feel better because we have somebody a full-time coach devoted to special teams not that special teams is going to be an in you know is, is going to assure you that you're going to go undefeated or anything. We've, we've already said yeah. that's not the case, but yep. at least it's pointing in the right direction. And I, I would, and I'd, I'd say the next thing that was addressed is, and it, it's kind of twofold. It goes together, Donovan Riola and getting him on board to be the O-line coach replacing mm-hmm. Austin. Then they bring in these two guys from um, well, one from he was actually from Omaha North, which is my alma mater. As mm-hmm. And uh, and then they got uh, he's from Colorado or Northern Colorado. And then they mm-hmm. get this other kid from uh, from uh, Montana, uh, right? No, 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 from um, Oklahoma State. That's Hunter Anthony. Oh, right. Sorry, you're, I was thinking of Hunter, but yes, those two guys. Uh, Kevin Williams is a guy from Northern Colorado. He's six five, three thirty two. And then Hunter Anthony, the, the guy from Oklahoma State, is mm-hmm. six seven, three hundred thirty pounds. Yeah, and, and each of those players has two years of eligibility, which is good. Mm-hmm. So you gotta figure if those guys stay healthy, they have to add something to that offensive line. And if you add, if you can protect your quarterback, in this case, maybe Casey or or who knows Chuba or maybe it's Heinrich. Who knows? Yeah, we can't rule out Logan Smothers either. I mm-hmm. There's some yeah. talented uh, players there. Yep. But you know, the uh, the offensive line is such an important deal. Um, I looked up um, the uh, total offense for players, you know, uh, and just to see where different players line up in terms of the total offense. Uh, Kenny Pickett was number five in the country. You would. You wow. expect that as a yeah. finalist, Casey Thompson. Thompson, you know where he ended up last year in total offense. I'm going to guess top ten, eighty seventh. Oh wow! Adrian Martinez was thirteenth. 
then you look at you look at Stetson Bennett at Georgia. Mm-hmm. He was number seventy. He was seventy huh. at the country. What shows you that what a great offensive line will do that that you don't have to be yeah a uh, you know a superstar back there to yeah. win games uh, yeah you know a great defense and a great offensive line. So I think those two issues, um, uh, red zone scoring and the offensive line, are going to be very very important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I I do have a question for you. Why do you think it took Scott Frost this long? to do something about it because <laughs> these problems have been with Nebraska. I mean, they've been with Nebraska since Pelini was there. Um, not, not as bad as they are now, obviously because Nebraska is winning nine games every year with Pelini, but um, like with like after Riley left, you're like, we started to see those problems become more and more prevalent first few years of Scott Frost uh, of Scott Frost's tenure in Nebraska. It's start. It's like, becoming a major problem why do you think he doesn't do anything then is it just that he doesn't think he needs to or that he thinks that it's just a matter of time or do you think he just didn't really worry like uh, it just doesn't make sense in my head if you like even me sitting on like me sitting on the couch at home I'm not as smart as I don't know as much as about football as Scott Frost does um I can see the I can see the penalty problems I can see those red zone issues and I've I've heard many interviews where you say he's trying to deal with it, but I'm not seeing anything where that says that to me. So I don't, I don't know what he's, why, why it took him this long, but. Well, that's another three hour show, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Long story short, I believe Scott was, came into Lincoln, not just Scott, but his whole staff, they were kind of full of themselves yeah they've done it at uh, central florida yeah um and they were trying to tell the players you just listen to us we'll we'll tell you how it's done and i think they uh they uh kind of uh they shouldn't have done that i think the players said geez that's like that's like junior varsity no no uh offense to uh to central florida but this, this is a big 10 and he, Scott, to his credit, is very loyal. He stuck, he hired all his coaches. Of course, they were willing to come up to Nebraska because they doubled or maybe in some cases tripled their salary. That's not a bad deal. Yeah. Uh, and then they found out that what they wanted to run, they didn't have the people to do that. And, um, and it's been a snowball effect. And, you know, uh, Scott, to I guess his credit, has made changes. Uh, we'll see what happens? I mean, yeah, there's no guarantees. The staff hasn't coached it down and, and these transfers coming in and um, they haven't played it down. So, but it's going to be exciting. And I, I mm-hmm. if you did the same thing and expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. of insanity. At yeah. least they're doing something. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't fault, uh, Scott for uh, the the firings that he had. I mean, I, I really like Ryan Held. He's a super super guy. Yeah, uh, I hate hate to see them go just from yeah. a personal standpoint. But yeah, uh, but business is business, and when you're three and nine, and you know you're somewhat desperate, um, you know, then you look at getting the addition of Casey Rogers and and maybe uh, Chuba coming in from Florida State. Uh, you know, that at first I kind of questioned why he would um, 
you know, sign another quarterback because you lost one. You lost obviously Adrian. He's going down to K State. Yeah. But when you're that desperate, you need to get as much experience as you can. Now, Brock or uh, Brock, that's his brother, but Shubba has. He's played in four games. I don't know if he started any of those. He played in four games. That's not, you know, that yeah. might be equivalent of, of uh, what Logan Smothers did uh, starting a game at, you know, at, at, against Iowa. So you would, you would kind of figure that Casey Rogers will be the guy coming in, but, but, you know, Logan is, is been there and, and, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see what other quarterbacks will, will challenge, um, you know, those two kids coming in. Yeah. And one of the things that, uh, they're kind of starting off an equal footing because you're going to have a combination of Whipple's offense and frost. So mm-hmm. they're going to be learning together. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting too. Um, I, I mean, I really can't help but be excited for the season. Um, even though coming off a three and nine season, uh, you'd, you wouldn't think that Nebraska fans would be excited, but I think with these changes and, um, with like, I think Nebraska fans have just been, they've been upset that we haven't been doing well, but I think they're more upset that we haven't done anything about, about it yet. And now, now that we have, um, then you get like, at least for me, like, I think I was just upset that it was the same problems over and over. Right. We're not fixing them. Um, and so now I'm way more excited for next season and I'm way higher on Nebraska than I would have been if Scott Frost doesn't change anything. Um, so I'll definitely be, I mean, I'll watch every Nebraska game anyway, but I'll be rewatching it if we win now, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, it'll, I, I think it'll be exciting. Uh, anything else you want to add about, um, what Nebraska needs to fix or anything that we've talked about this past, these uh, past 10 minutes or so. I think we've just addressed a lot of it. Getting new players in there is, is also a huge issue. We talked about Casey and, and Chuba coming in. Um, and, and we can't, we can't, it's, it's the coaches. And I think probably the big hire is Mickey Joseph. Yeah. If I had to just guess, and this is just a, just guessing that if something, if, if Scott Frost is, if it didn't work out with him, I would not, it would not surprise me that Mickey would become, he would take over as a head coach. Now that's, that's putting the cart before the horse. I understand that, but I think that was a home run hit. In yeah. Hiring him. Yes, um, I agree. And I think Whipple is a home run. Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised that, uh, that it took so long to get Brian Applewhite and Bill Bush. Bill Bush is already on the staff. Yeah. And those two guys were the last two hired. Now, and in TCU, that's where Brian Applewhite came from. Uh, they fired their coaching staff kind of in mid-season, and you would have yeah. think that they would have tied that one up. I'd be curious. I probably will never find out, but wonder why it took so long uh, yeah. to get those two guys. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe this is a speculation, like you said, but maybe I had to swing – Applewhite from some other school that, that was trying to get him or something like that. But uh, I, we would probably know if that was the case, but yeah, it, it will be interesting to, to see, but uh, we did get them. So I'm yeah. not complaining about anything. So, yeah, I think, I think the the, if we're talking about personnel coming in here, as, as we mentioned, Casey and Chuba, you got to look at uh, Trey Palmer. Um, 
you got to look at, of course, we talked about the two offensive linemen. I, I got to think that, that our punter, Brian Bushini and Tommy Bleak Road or Timmy Bleak Road, uh, yeah. place kicker. Um, those are going to be very, very key. And then, and then Anthony Grant, we just got him from New Mexico Military Institute just about a week or so ago. So ago, he's 5'11, 210. Uh, I got to think that that he might be the bulldozer that we have needed. Yeah. To, uh, and that running back core. So, but you know, yeah. it's, it's hard to get so excited uh, because these kids haven't played any, you know, you don't know. It's all, it's like, you know, betting on a horse or something, you don't know. Until yeah. the race is over. So, but it, it, it seems that, that Nebraska has, has addressed some of the shortcomings you know, that they've had over the last four years. So we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens. But I think, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Do you want to move on to the NFL? Yeah, I think I think we probably should. I think, like like we said, we can talk about that for two hours, but we don't have that yeah. much time. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so let's start uh, with probably the most exciting game out of these three, which is kind of hard to say. Uh, uh, well, maybe not, but. You're talking about uh, last week's, last week. Yes, I'm talking, yes, sorry, yes. So the divisional round games is what we're going to start with here. Uh, so Kansas city and uh, Buffalo played each other. This was Sunday night. This was the game that uh, this game basically decided who was going to go to the Super Bowl for the AFC. I, in my opinion, I don't think that I don't think the Bengals can stand up to either of these two teams. We'll talk about them in a, in a little bit. They like the, the Bengals did beat the Titans, but it wasn't, their offense is not good enough to beat this dynamic chiefs offense. Um, so the last uh, two minutes of this game took probably about 30 minutes with how much scoring there was. And then overtime uh, plus, oh, and then, and then you go into overtime. So uh, I was, um, it was maybe eight 30 when I went downstairs to go out. Yeah. My dad was like, Oh, uh, Bill's just scored. There's like one minute left. We'll see if Mahomes can bring him back. And then I saw like three touchdowns and the overtime touchdowns. So I guess four touchdowns in total in the span and it, when I came back up, it was like nine 30. So it was 25 um, points in the last minute and 54 seconds. Yeah. Which is, it's insane. It's crazy. Well, yeah. And the fact that Mahomes, I don't know, it just is so impressive. You, you give any other quarterback besides Patrick Mahomes, 13 seconds to go uh, yeah. from his 20 to field goal range, which is, I, I think was about the 35. Probably, yeah. Um, in and they did have three timeouts. I'll give the Chiefs that, but still, that is Tom Brady esque. So, yeah, yes. um, yes. it was just absolutely, uh, really, the, probably the best game of the year. I think. I don't. I don't really care what the if the super. I don't really care about the the. I don't think the conference championship games can top this. the The NFC one might, but I don't think so. But yeah, your 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 thoughts on this one, Grandpa. I think the Bills and the Chiefs, I think that was, I was trying to go through, I was talking to some of my, my buddies who have been you know, watching football for decades. I can't recall a more exciting um, game uh, with as many uh, plot twists yeah. in the last minute 54. It was, you, you, I told grandma, yeah. When, uh, she said, well, how does the game going? I said, well, it's 13 seconds to you. I said, the game's over. And she says, well, not if there's 13 seconds. I said, trust me, it's over. And that was all. Yeah. I was very congratulatory. I wanted the Chiefs to win. I'm a big Chiefs fan. Yeah, yeah. 
But I said, man, you come into Arrowhead Stadium and you beat Patrick Mahomes, you yeah. score with 13 seconds to go in the game. Yeah. I'll take my hat off to you. That was an incredible performance by Josh Allen. He's oh, not yeah. going to go anywhere. He's going to be. Oh, around. no. Yeah. The they're going to, this game's going to happen again next year. This is going to either be AFC Championship right. game or something else because these, this is like, this is, I, I saw a lot of this comparison. I totally agree. Um, that this is the new Brady Manning rivalry is Josh yeah. Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I totally agree. I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. But um, yeah, I, you know, and I like Josh Allen. I was, I remember when he was playing at Wyoming and, and, and the kid was from Fresno, California. Nobody wanted him out of high school. And it's kind of, it's kind of like the Stetson Bennett story, you know, nobody yeah. wants the kid and he comes on and, uh, and is a brilliant performer. And, and, um, uh, you know, Josh can run and he can throw, yeah. he, can, he can make all the throws that you need in a, in a football, yeah. in the NFL quarterback. Yeah. And but, I think that, that two point conversion after the first touchdown, yeah. you kind of got to saw it. He ran around for maybe 10 seconds and then, yeah. uh, threw it to the back of the end zone only where, uh, Stefan Diggs could reach it. So, right. and that ended up being the biggest play of the game for the bills, because right. otherwise the chiefs go down and kick a field goal and win the game right, right there. Right. So, and then they, their, their place kicker missed a field goal and missed an extra point. So that had he not missed those, they, they wouldn't have been the dramatic finish that, that, that. Yeah. Witnessed. Yeah. I, I think, and I think you and I talked about this, that uh, had the bills won the coin toss, they probably would have won the game. I don't Yeah. The team was stopping the other one. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, these, the defenses, I've seen a lot. A lot of people online were uh, ripping the Bills' defense for um, letting their team down and all this stuff. And I was, I was just thinking this. It's Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. Are you? Who are you kidding? If you're gonna, it's the very like you've been playing football for a, a whole game basically, and then you have to play overtime against this team. You've been chasing down Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and uh, Nicole Hardman for the entire game. Well, I, you, you have to be gassed. There's no way sure. that absolutely there's, I mean, you can't, you can do off season work to try to figure this out, but there's when it actually comes down to it, those like the chiefs are putting in work too, because they know these games are going to happen. So you're really not getting anywhere with uh, Tyree kill. And you just, you, you can kind of see that with the uh, Tyree kill touchdown, the response immediately by the chiefs where um, the well, one, the bills cornerback is holding Tyree kill the entire time on the route. And he still gets away from right. him and he runs for a right. 60 yard touchdown. And he outruns the entire bills defense. I, I get Tyree kills fast, but like you could, you could just see it that neither of these defenses was going to stop the other one. And uh, I, I did see a lot of talk about changing NFL overtime rules, yeah. uh, especially in playoff games where each team gets the ball yeah. guaranteed uh, once like college football. Are you, do you think that that's a good idea? I do. I, yeah. I think that is a bizarre way to end a game. Um, I've never understood, never liked the, uh, the uh, overtime rule in the NFL. I, yeah. The, uh, and I, I don't know. I'm not sure that I understand the, uh, the rationale for that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just something that they've kept and not, had reason really to change. Um, but usually when things happen in a playoff game, you change them. Like the reason you can review pass interference now is because of that saints Rams game from 2018. Right. Um, so hopefully they'll change that because 
I I feel badly for Josh Allen that he's not even he can't even put his hands on the football. Yeah. I, I think you yeah. like you at least need to give him a chance. If he doesn't make it, then that's fine. But now it just looks like your defense is letting you down. I don't think that's fair to the Bills' defense because the Chiefs' defense wasn't doing anything either. If Josh Allen gets the ball first, the Bills win, and then the Chiefs' defense is on the other side of that. Right. So right. yeah. But so uh, how do you see these games tomorrow night or tomorrow? Um, at Kansas City yeah. at uh, Rams. Yeah, well, uh, I think we should kind of go through uh, our record from last week. I believe we went one for four. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully hopefully we'll fix that this week. But, uh, yeah, I think we both picked the Titans. We both picked the uh, Packers and the Bucks, and um, But I think we both have the Chiefs. So. I think the yeah, biggest so- upset was I know – the, the people who don't like uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, you know, yeah. won anything in a long time, but I've seen that guy play and he does stuff that is up there in another, another zone. And I'm, I'm not, I think, I think the new kid on the block is, is probably Mahomes. Yeah. He proves otherwise, but I, I was surprised at the Niners and they went up there and played in a snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah, and they're from I California. Said, yeah, no way. There's no way the little, you know, sun-baked kids from uh, from California could go there. Yeah. At at Lambeau Field, are you in yeah. January? Are you kidding me? Yeah, this. yeah, that was definitely the biggest upset. I totally agree with you on that. I wonder, I wonder if I can. I don't know what the kickoff temperature was. So I'll I'll try to look it up. But uh, yeah, do you want to start off talking about the? Uh, Conference championship games for next week. Yeah, we can start with I, the we'll start with the AFC. It was uh, the Bengals and the Chiefs. So yeah, I uh, and I really like Joe Burrow. Uh, his connection. Yeah, me too. Dad's connection to the Huskers. Uh, and Joe wanted to play for Nebraska, and it just didn't work out. Uh, probably for him, it, the best thing that could have happened is that he went to LSU, and and uh, the rest is history. But I like I like Kansas City at home um, tomorrow. I think it's going to be another great game. Is uh, I guess it'll be interesting to see if if uh, if Joe Burrow can do a Josh Allen impression, or is he? You know, that's a tough act to follow. Oh yeah, Mahomes <laughs> does that routinely. He it's the aberration is when he doesn't play well. Yeah. Uh, so I like. Uh, I don't know what the points are on this thing, but. Uh, I, I would uh, I would take uh, Kansas City in the uh, in the opening game or they let's see did Rams play first or no they this game is first yeah Kansas City yes okay um, I, I like them at home I think that's going to be good weather should be you know fine and then I am a Rams fan longtime Rams fan and I really really would love to see them beat uh, the 49ers they lost to the 49ers back in December. Yeah, to kind of end the the season. Yeah, uh, so it's kind of hard to beat the team twice in a row. So I'm going to go with the Rams, and so we'll have the Rams and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. What's your take? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I did find the kickoff temperature for that uh, Packers 49ers game was. um, It was the the kickoff temperature was in the uh, teens, and then. Uh, around the end of the game, it was supposed to be about five degrees. So when it started snowing, 
it was five degrees and snowing and the 49ers still find a way to win that game, which is just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, the point spread for the chiefs Bengals is uh, the chiefs are favored by seven and let's see, I don't know if that, and then the Rams are favored by three and a half. Wow. So I, I agree with the one with the, I agree with you with the chiefs. I, I think the chiefs uh, will, will blow out the, uh, the Bengals. It might not be by like a lot, but I don't think it'll be a quality game. And I think that's why they kept it um, at the uh, beginning time slot instead of flexing it to the later one. Uh, but it, it will be it will be fun to see Joe Burrow in a conference championship game. I yeah. hope he I hope he has a good game. Yeah. Uh, I hope that the Bengals play well. But I think the Bengals best versus the Chiefs best is uh, an astronomical difference. Yeah. I think the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl uh, pretty easily for the third time in a row. Right. Uh, and then 49ers and Rams is pretty interesting to me because uh, the 49ers-Rams game, that week 18 game uh, that went into overtime, the Rams kind of blew a lot of opportunities during that game. I don't know if it was just – week 18 and they just weren't mentally focused. They already had secured a playoff spot, but they were playing for the two seed. Yeah. So you think that there would be some motivation there, but uh, I mean, it worked out for them anyway. They just get to play the same team again. So uh, I think, I, I don't think they sat anyone because the 49ers are not like a, you can't just, they, it, this wasn't, that game wasn't a throwaway game for the, yeah. uh, for the Rams. Uh I do think they were less like mentally focused though. So I think, I think the, uh, I think the Rams win this one. I think it'll be, uh, I'm going to take the, uh, I'm, I think it'll be closer than three and a half points. So uh, I, I'm saying, I, I think this is the game that this is the game that is the one to watch, not the uh, Bengals chiefs one, unless for some reason that is super exciting. It, it I think, I think you should watch it. Rams in, Chiefs, uh, sorry, not Rams, uh, Bengals and Chiefs probably. Uh, you you watch it for the Chiefs offense because the Bengals defense is not great, and I think Packer Brothers is just going to absolutely rip up that offense. Uh, if Joe Burrow could keep up, it'll be a good game, but I don't I don't think that that's really a possibility from uh, what I've seen from Joe Burrow in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, I hope um, you're right. Yeah, I I mean I I feel like we kind of said that. Uh, last week too on the last episode and then it ended up that all the games were really good so who knows maybe 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 we jinxed it so maybe that will be a good game now <laughs> could <laughs> uh, be yeah and then uh we did want to talk about Brady retiring a little yeah. bit so um he's not like for sure retiring but he did have it says he has plans to retire uh according to his agent i believe and maybe him too but there's been a bunch of posts on twitter and stuff like that from former teammates uh julian edelman so my guess is he's going to retire um i thought for sure he was staying around another season but i don't it, football is it takes just a beating uh on your body so yeah um, i get but it's it's uh he's he's kind of already passed the torch to Mahomes, is what i feel like so yeah yeah um yeah, I um, he's he'll go down in history. Uh, oh yeah, not a big quote. I mean, he just he's he's the best, and by virtue of Super Bowl championships, uh, his 
he's just an unbelievable player. I, you know, it's to, I, I got the chance of meeting and visiting with Johnny Unitas and he was my hero growing up. I thought he was the greatest player, but uh, you know, this is a different age of, uh, you know, Brady is somebody who takes great care of his body. He is yeah. diets, he, you know, he's, does everything to because your body is everything if you don't have that you can't play yep and um and uh so um i take my hat off to him the nfl uh the the game is better because of him and oh yeah and bill belichick Mm -hmm. uh yeah people don't like him and don't like brady and whatever um it's uh it's been an amazing run and and then for him to leave uh, the Patriots and go down to Tampa Bay and they haven't won. I mean, they got them a Super Bowl victory. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Uh-huh. So, well, and at home too. I think that's just like the city of Tampa is going to love him forever. Uh, New England's probably going to hate him for leaving, but they'll still secretly love Brady. I think they just oh, wanted, yeah. they, no one in Boston will admit it. Um, because he left, but, uh, I, I mean, he's like growing up with him playing at a high level for my entire lifetime is, um, I mean, it's kind of weird to think about Brady not being in the NFL, right? Uh, he's been there for 22 seasons, which is absolutely mind blowing to me. I yeah. like, I thought Peyton Manning was there for a long time. Uh, but Brady's been there even longer, not he's, he, I guess by the end now he's been there even longer, but um, yeah, it'll, he'll be, he'll be in the hall of fame in five years. Um, and uh, for that, which is the first year you can be in the hall of fame, but yeah, he'll, he'll be, he'll be elected in the hall of fame right away. And um, yeah, he's the legacy he's left on the league is just massive. So it'll be, it'll be not a different NFL, but it'll be weird watching the NFL next year, not having, someone to absolutely uh, boo every time he comes on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that wraps up our yeah. episode for today. Got it. Um, so yeah. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me today, grandpa. That was fun. You bet. My pleasure. Right. And we will talk to you guys uh, again next week, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll come up with someone else to talk about, maybe talk about more Nebraska problems. Uh, hopefully not because that's not exactly fun to talk about from our point, even though it kind of needs to be talked about, but uh, yeah. All right, well, we will talk to you guys next week. Go Big Red.